0: Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tan and J Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tan and J Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tan and J Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh, the J Man Monk. welcome back to another edition of the Tannen j man show the j man's back i know you all missed him you missed the wave it's good to be back it's good to have you back yes sir I don't feel like i'm just talking to myself down here in the box
1: you might i might not provide much tonight and
0: i gotta say it. reaching over and hitting this button when it's an arm's arm's <laughs> length reach instead of walking over a lot better a lot better how you been doing, Jay? Man, not
1: too shabby.
0: You look as ugly as usual.
1: Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I actually shaved my beard; it's looking a little lambish. Um, <laughs> but it's good to be back. You know, my least favorite phrase in um, the English language today is social distancing. Isn't that? It, doesn't it just suck?
0: Yeah, um, social distancing. Yeah, it's.
1: But we are we're, we're, almost we're, we're six we're feet apart.
0: Pretty darn close. Yes. Um, we're, we're trying to. Go about the rules and, mm-hmm. and safety first and everything. So, but the T and J Man Show is sponsored like it is every week by the Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hand hand breaded tenderloin seafood, or craft beer because you can now get a growler. Did you see that? I did you can see get a that, growler yeah. for uh, fifteen dollars? Not bad. Or I think the maybe the Phil, I think the Phillips fifteen dollars a growler. is five dollars. You can even bring in your own growler and get it filled up. Nice, but you can you can get that. So if you want those, the Dam Landing is a place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness and quality. Of course, they got the damn smoke every Friday and Saturday. You got ribs, you got steaks, you got barbecue, a bunch of good things.
1: Taco Break is also open. I think it just opened this weekend or Thursday. I think it was late last week. Um, and I uh, took advantage of it. Got some uh, buffalo chicken tacos. Sounds pretty good. Delicious. They got
0: the breakfast pizzas back for brunch on Sunday starting at 11 a.m. So a bunch of good things. It's for uh, carryout only, of course, right now. No delivery. Call them at today at 574-223-8950. You
1: know, I've been to places where the carryout's kind of been uh, a little slow, a little choppy. Not the damn. They're on top Smooth of it. Smooth running. Just give them a call ahead of time and they'll take care of you. Yes, sir. Want to hear some birdie bogey? Oh, yeah. So it's another Michael Jordan-themed uh, birdie bogey, as okay. it probably will be for the next couple weeks once we uh, finish up uh, the last dance. But Michael Jordan scored at least 30 points in 16 games during the 1992 playoffs. What player is he tied with for the most in a single playoff year in NBA history? Ooh. That's a pretty good question. 16 games with at least 30 points in 1992. The year will would likely give it away if I uh, gave you the other player. So
0: Okay. I'm, it, gl- I'm glad I get uh, a whole hour to think about that because NBA, when it comes to NBA questions, of course I struggle just because I'm not a huge NBA fan, but so many names come to my head mm-hmm. every single time.
1: The Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC, fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, NobleGnomeLLC.com. Just like riding a bike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss a beat. And the CSA memberships for them are starting soon. The first day is uh, May 14th. So that's coming right up. That will last until October 1st, which is the last day. Um, the CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. You buy into a share of the farm by purchasing a monthly, a yearly membership the program. Last, like I said, May through October. You get a box of seasonal produce that's harvested and picked fresh just for you every week. And we will tell you next week exactly what the boxes contain, but they can contain uh, beets, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, cucumbers, eggplant herbs, kale, kohlrabi, lettuce, melons, microgreens, onions, peppers, radishes, spinach, summer squash, salad mix, sweet sweet corn, Swiss chard, tomatoes, turnips, and winter squash. I'm guessing they won't have all those available, but we'll let you know which ones exactly they have next week.
1: Get your veggies. One more week. One more week.
0: You ready for some honest Day? Let's hear it. All right. On this day in 1869, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, Played their. I knew you were going to do that. That's why I like to share Reds facts here. They played their first official game as the sports first professional side against the Great Western Baseball Club, winning forty-five to nine.
1: (laughs) The Great Western Baseball Club. Yeah. What ball club? Just the Great Western? Is that what it was called? (laughs) I'm just reading it off the website.
0: The (laughs) website even has baseball, base, baseball. So. I don't know, man. It's uh a lot of Kentucky Derby. That was supposed here. to be
1: uh, last weekend, wasn't it? Yes. Saturday, right?
0: Yes it was. Um Man, a lot of Kentucky Derby. On this day in nineteen sixty five, Willie Mays, his five hundred and twelfth home run, breaking Mel Ott's five hundred and eleventh N L record.
1: He wasn't too bad of a ball player. No. Neither was Mel Ott.
0: Um on this day in 1968, the first ABA championship was held. Can you tell me who won? What year was this? 1968. ABA? Who ABA. Is I mean, these are ABA teams. They did not who? come over to the NBA. Oh. Well, if they did, they No, one of them definitely didn't. The other one must have changed names if they
1: did. Um, I don't know who was in the ABA. So. The
0: Pittsburgh Pipers beat the New Orleans Buccaneers four games to three.
1: You know, my grandfather was a big piper fan so uh i'm sure he was pretty happy why, why do i think
0: you're just making that up on this spot
1: my grandfather was from uh, virginia that's and it's kind of close to pittsburgh are you,
0: are you being serious he was a fan yeah. was i don't i've never heard of the <laughs> pittsburgh pipers before see, you're, you're pretty good at <laughs> embellishing there because okay uh let's see here <laughs> it's kind of funny on this day in 1980 the dodgers batted out of order Against the Phillies in the first inning. That's an out. (laughs) Yep.
1: Somebody got fired over that.
0: (laughs) Oops. Uh, Let's see. Come on. On this day in 2002, Barry Bonds hit his 400th home run as a San Francisco Giant. In a 3-0 win over the Cincinnati Reds, Bonds is the first player with 400 homers for one team and 100 with another.
1: Wow. Wow. No, I saw a crazy Barry Bond stat over the weekend. From 2001 to 2004, he had 182 games without a hit. In those 182 games, his on base percentage was still 414. That's stupid. Yeah, he was just a stat
0: buster. I mean, breaker and buster in the early 2000s. On this day in 2013, Floyd Mayweather Jr. defeated Robert Guerrero to retain his WBC welterweight title.
1: Dude's made some money in his day.
0: Lloyd Money Mayweather. On this day in 2015, Golden State Warrior Stephen Curry is named MVP Ooh. for the 2014-2015 season.
1: Is that his first uh, title? Was that the first year? I they think that was won? his first MVP.
0: Yeah, I think that was their first. Yeah. On this day in 2018, LA Angels first baseman Albert Pools collected his 3,000th 3,000th MLB hit in a 5-0 win against the Mariners.
1: He uh, ruined many uh, summer days in my childhood. I'm sure he
0: did. I'm sure he did. And that's going to do it for sporting events on May 4th. Of course, uh, May the 4th be with you.
1: Got to be honest. Star Wars Day. I hate Star Wars. I know you do. That's why I brought I'm it up. sorry to the diehard. You're probably
0: more of a Trekkie, aren't you? You're probably a Star Trek guy. I'm not
1: really into anything outer space, to be honest. Um so, give me a good movie and I'll watch it. Uh, and somebody told me Star Wars was a good movie, so I watched it just not even a year ago for the first time.
0: What and you f- watched the original. You watched Episode 4, right? I did. Hulk, that's the and, first one made.
1: You know, was Empire Strikes Back the second one? That's my one favorite one, after, one of the whole I will say trilogy. That, that one is better than the
0: whole saga. Yep.
1: I was planning on watching them all the way through. But uh, I just kind of stopped. I still have
0: not seen the newest one. That's the only one I haven't seen. Right. So. But the On This Day segment is brought to you by uh, Proforma Print House. Are you looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting? Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no, th- no further. Let them be your one-source print promotional company. Call them today at 574-210-3815. Beautiful. I've got a little practice doing that the last few weeks. So, All right, Jay, man, we got a few things to talk about tonight. Uh, what do you want to start off with?
1: Well, I was going to start off with uh, talking a little bit about Don Shula. Once
0: again, I forgot that happened today. I apologize.
1: Pa- that's all right. Passing away at the age of 90, uh, winning his coach in the uh, history of uh, the National Football League. I'm not sure how close Belichick is to him, to catching him. I'll look it up. Um, I'm not sure. But um, he started his career with the uh, Baltimore Colts um, there in Baltimore Um, and (laughs) then uh, moved on to uh, Miami in the – I don't remember when he started, maybe late 60s there. Dolphins came into the NFL in 66, I want to say. Belichick
0: has 273. George Hallis was only 10 behind him with 318.
1: So Shula had 328. Mm-hmm. Let's see. How long could that take? Say Belichick averages 10. I don't think
0: he coaches long enough to get that.
1: If if he wins 10 games a year over the next five years, that still wouldn't put him there. It'd put him at. I don't know how old old Billy is.
0: Andy Reid's the only other active coach over 200. He has 207. Then I it goes clear down to there. Mike Tomlin and Pete Carroll at 133.
1: But it's kind of interesting um, – Shula won his first, or won during their stretch in the 70s, extreme ground and pound. Um, They rarely threw the ball. Of course, Bob Greasy got hurt during their 72 undefeated season um, run, and Earl Morrill took over. And so they just didn't throw the ball that much. They had Larry Zanonka, Jim Kick, um, a couple other guys that could run the ball. Um, And then you fast forward 10 years later, and he has a quarterback By the name of Dan Marino, completely changes the system, and uh, Marino becomes the most prodigious passer in NFL history. That, I mean, his record stood for decades. Now it seems like um, a passing record gets defeated every every single week now. Um, So it's kind of interesting, and he uh, was a mentor and a guy a lot of coaches nowadays kind of looked up to. And the fact, and he was really the first guy that really changed his system and showed coaches can do that. Um, So he really revolutionized the game of football in um, that sense. And everything I've read about him and players have said, he's just he was just a really good guy. Um, and I'm going to miss seeing him on the sidelines. I mean, he's there at games probably once or twice a year. He's in a, on a golf cart driving throughout the uh, field. So it's going to be kind of sad not seeing him there this year. But uh, hopefully he's in a better place and uh, we'll miss him.
0: You ever ate at his
1: steakhouse? I never ate at a steakhouse, but there is a Shula's in um, Hard Rock Stadium. It, it's actually a Shula's Burgers, so I got a, a Shula Burger. It's pretty good.
0: Hey, you'll have to go to Shula's next time you're in Indianapolis. Is there one in Indy? Hmm? Really? i huh. pretty why, sure.
1: Why is there one in
0: Indy? I've got to look that up now. to fact-check myself. Cause of course,
1: he he was the head coach of the Colts there for a little while. Maybe that had something to do with it, but it seemed like it would be put in Baltimore. It seems like there is a Shula's in Indy.
0: There is. It's on... Uh, 241 West Washington Street.
1: You know, I hate to say it, but a lot of those... Uh, it's right
0: around Lucas Oil.
1: A lot of those um, type of restaurants aren't very good. My dad said he went to a Harry Carries. I went to
0: Harry Carey's a few times?
1: I think it was last summer. said it was one of the worst meals of his it's life. pretty expensive, so, yeah, And he's paid quite a bit of money.
0: So. I went there twice. Yeah, Harry Carey's.
1: But anyway, unfortunately, Shula never won a title with Marino, um, which leads us to a... Question one of our buddies, Evan Webb, uh, asked us today. He wanted to know, in the NFL, MLB, and NBA, what, who is the best player never to win a title? So in the NFL, of course, quarterbacks, the um, the superstar, mm-hmm. the uh, most well-known. So, of course, in my opinion, it would be Dan Marino. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's with you. great players who are in the Hall of Fame that have never won a title. Um, I can't think of any besides uh, the quarterback, Dan Marino. Uh, what do you think? Can you say Marino Barry Sanders, well? yeah Barry, Barry Sanders, Sanders never, never won, won one. That's See, that's a toss-up.
0: But, but no, nah, I still take Marino because you think of quarterback right away. You don't even think of right. any other positions. But now I'm just trying to think of good players who never won one. Randy Moss never won Randy one. Randy Moss.
1: No, he didn't. Chris did. Carter never won one. No.
0: Uh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens never won one. Um,
1: Labanian Tomlinson. Would you even put him up there in that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a a, yeah, he's a heck of a running back. He will be a Hall of Famer he's um, already in. I think he is then.
0: I, I don't think he's. Uh.
1: Seems like he retired the same year like Jason Taylor and those guys. Yeah, did. I think
0: you're right. I think he is. right Ray in. Lewis. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good ones. But I, th- I think you're right. I think Marino is on top of that list.
1: Uh, Major League Baseball has to be Barry Bonds. Yep. Has to be. Yep.
0: I actually at first was thinking Griffey, but then Bonds, right mm. when I thought that, yep.
1: In NBA, that's a that's a really tough that's a really tough one. Dick Buckus is my dad oh, said he'd Buckus. be another good yeah, one. That's a good one. Well, I Lion Eye,
0: um, NBA. Uh, I think Carmelo. Yeah, he didn't even win one with the Lakers. He got there. There, yeah, no, and they, they lost him. That, the,
1: that that game was on um, ESPN the other night, Game Five of the two thousand four yeah,
0: Detroit and LA.
1: Uh, it was kind of interesting to uh, watch that game. It looks the exact same sixteen years later.
0: I mean, uh, Barkley's a good one. He was, yeah. He was, showed last night on the on the last dance. I'd probably
1: take Carl over him. I think so. Most superstar NBA players have won one. Most. Most.
0: Um but not not in the Jordan era. <laughs> no. Gary Pate, uh, I mean Gary Pate's not on the level of Carmelo, yeah. but he he was a good player. He didn't win one. Um
1: who well, hasn't won one that's more recent. I wouldn't even throw Carmelo in the same
0: There's a lot of good active players right now who haven't won one. Yeah. Like James Harden hadn't won one
1: yeah. Russell West, Westbrook
0: hadn't won one.
1: Uh, Durant did win yeah. one. Um It's a good question.
0: Yeah, it's a really good question. Jason Kidd never won one.
1: Vince Carter's played yeah. with a million yeah, that's what teams, but I was taking so uh, the
0: Nets teams that kept making the finals and losing. Iverson. Yeah, he
1: never won one. That's a good one. Reggie never won
0: one. Yeah, I, I love Reggie, but I can't I I can't put him in the same category as some of these other guys. Yeah, I would still say Carl Malone. Ow, man, Iverson's right there now that, uh-huh. now that I think about him. He only made one.
1: You know, if Ray Allen doesn't hit that shot for the Heat, I wonder if um, LeBron won. ever wins one.
0: Oh, I was going to say Ray won one with the Celtics yeah.
1: too. But if he doesn't hit that miracle three, because I think that was during his first, LeBron's first, and who knows I get how. I them all screwed up. I know, it. they all kind of ran together. But it—I mean—his legacy could have been so much different had
0: Patrick Ewing never won one.
1: Yeah, I think I'd take Carl over. He Pat made it twice, but and Charles over Pat.
0: Yeah, I would too. I'm just—I'm just throwing throwing guys out there. So what about hockey, <laughs> dude i I feel like every good hockey player's won one.
1: I couldn't. I couldn't name you maybe two active hockey players. Go. Well, Um, Patrick Kane still around? Yeah. What about Jonathan Tays? Yeah. There we go. They're still both on the Blackhawks, and they're old. What about Major League Soccer?
0: (laughs) I I don't know if I can name you five Major League Soccer teams.
1: Got the LA Galaxy. Yep. Seattle Sound. That's right. Um, Chicago Chicago Fire is still a team. I think they're still a team. Um, there's a team in Miami. I think.
0: (laughs) The DC Defenders aren't they? DC
1: Defender. That sounds. Was that XFL? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have you look that up I don't
0: even want to look up soccer uh, Got a comment here from uh, Tanya Shriver, Ted Williams Never yeah, won they, a World
1: Series They were XFL <laughs> uh, of <course> they were. <laughs> Wow, that's sad Yeah, there's a lot that, I mean, Ernie Banks never won yeah. one Billy, Ernie Banks never played in the postseason Billy Williams never played in the postseason A-Rod, A-Rod only got one A-Rod got
0: 109
1: Jeter won quite a few Yeah Pete, Pete Rose won at least one, mm. two.
0: Mm. That's a good question, though.
1: He's got my Buffalo. Willie Mays ever win one? I'm sure he did. How about Hank Aaron?
0: My baseball knowledge back in the day is pretty bad, as you know.
1: Let's see here. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron did win one in 1957.
0: I thought I no, Willie Mays I, I didn't know. Two weeks ago, um, on the radio, I said that Nolan Ryan had never won one. He won one with the 69 Mets. That was his only one, though. He wasn't even a huge contributor on that team.
1: That team shouldn't even been in the playoffs. Nope. Cubs blew like a 10-game lead in September and lost to <laughs> Willie Mays won one 154 I knew okay. that one.
0: It was a really good question. I mean, it's too hard to say, like, college football and college basketball because there's so many great players who don't win one. Four years, Four years at the most.
1: So, you, I mean, you could honestly throw like Zion Williamson in because they kind of, I mean, they lose to Michigan State team that was pretty good. Um, I mean, they were a really good Michigan State team, but um, that team was supposed to win the title last year and they didn't do it. So, yep. it's kind of a disappointment. All those Kentucky teams. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, they had one that won, Anthony Davis, but.
0: Yep. Speaking of NCAA. The big news came out of the NCAA last week that got voted on, I think it was on Wednesday, that started in January 2021.
1: Athletes are going to be able to get endorsements. It's about time. Yeah. Probably should have happened a long time ago. Definitely should have but happened. But if you would have brought this
0: ago. up a decade ago, people would have thought you're crazy. Right. It's moving that fast yeah. in the last decade.
1: I mean, it seems like a lot of things in sports have moved extremely quick here in the past five years where. Social media. Yeah, fifteen years ago, nothing like this would even happen. So it's it's a good thing. Um, players deserve to make. I mean, we'd want to make money off our name, you know. Um, so I get it. It'll be interesting to see what
0: schools, um, benefit the most. If it's going to be like the Dukes of college basketball, or if it's going to be smaller programs like tight knit communities.
1: I think it might uh, level the playing field a little bit. There's still going to be guys out there cheating. The Sean Millers, the Will Wade's of the world. And that's what's going to have Pitino's. to be
0: because what's what's not going to stop Sean Miller from going um, having a booster give a car dealership a hundred thousand dollars. Say hey, you pitch this idea to this recruit. Hey, you come with us. We'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Do commercials.
1: It's going to happen. Stuff like that. So. Um, I mean corruption's going to run rampant mm. in any of these things. So, I don't know. I mean the NCAA's has done such a poor job handling it for years now. Um I mean we've we saw today that the hammer's coming down on Louisville. We'll see. But yeah. we'll see. I mean they've said that for years. Kansas is going to come down on Kansas. Um and it never does. So, um I don't believe a word the NCAA says I don't trust the NCAA at all but I am glad to see players are going to be able to make money off their name
0: it'll be interesting um to see what kind of businesses I mean I mean heck you got to think of the other sports too not just you know the basketball football for instance like a baseball player like from Purdue or something some organization could say hey come sign autographs for two hours we'll pay you 250 bucks sure there you go there's 250 bucks in your pocket you could have never got before
1: yeah uh, it's gonna be interesting. I just I don't know how it's gonna work, but yep. uh we'll that's see.
0: why we're not getting paid to figure that out.
1: <laughs> Thank God, my head already hurts
0: but uh no that that will be really interesting to follow come January. um they got a lot of stuff to sort out first Before then but um yeah, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. it'll be interesting and, and it's interesting too you know these different conferences and different teams are trying to figure out this football stuff, too, going forward. Uh, the Big Ten today announced, because I think today or tomorrow was supposed to be the when they could resume kind of training, practicing, everything. Well, they extended that to June 1st today. So, Big Ten, now June 1st is the next deadline. They'll kind of revisit stuff when it becomes June 1st, which is interesting because the University of Iowa, if it stands, they're ready to go June 1st. It kind of <laughs> came out last week That's and said right. that. So
1: I, don't, I just don't. Anyone that says they know anything has <laughs> no idea what they're talking we're about. Uh, we're all guessing. We're all guessing. I just, It'll be interesting because, I mean, football players will have to be on campus June 1st. How's that going to happen, you know? Um, and really, most athletes are there during the summer. So I just don't know how they're going to work this way or well, work this out. I think you just go by what your governor says. And that's fair. The problem is it varies state to You're state. Right. I mean, I Illinois has been hit so hard by this. And I know. Pritzker's shut down everything. I know. Where Indiana's starting to loosen restrictions. Iowa's loosened restrictions. Um, Florida
0: and Georgia definitely loosened restrictions. Yeah.
1: Um, so I just – I don't know how it's all going to work. I'm very interested to see, um, but I am definitely ready for uh, things to get back to normal.
0: Well, and speaking of things – starting to slowly get back to normal or starting to move in the right direction. We do have a few sporting events here in the next few weeks. Um, The first one is actually, it's a sport we never talked about those. The UFC is actually having a pay-per-view this weekend. So they're the first ones to kind of jump it out and doing that. NASCAR starts up next weekend. Um, It was announced today. There's going to be a two on two skin game golf match between Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf against Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy. That'll happen two weeks from Sunday. That will be televised on the Golf Channel. Um, All proceeds go into COVID-19 research, relief, all that. Um, And then you got the Tiger Woods-Phil Mickelson match with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning sometime this month. So we're starting to finally get some stuff on TV to watch.
1: And to uh, pick on our show. We can pick who's going to win for the first time in two months.
0: And if the PGA Tour starts in June like they want to – you got to make good on a bet you made.
1: Didn't make. I didn't. No. A proclamation. No. Yes. That was made. This thing I said. Oh, I will. Was not right up there to the camera. and Was shut. made in jest. I said, if uh, sports are back, I, I I forget when it was. By June first. You said if sports are back in June. If sports June. are back in June, I will kiss a goat right on the rear end. Yeah. <laughs> I was joking. Tanner takes it seriously. Yes, of course. Now I'm going to have to kiss a goat on the (laughs) rear end. It's because you say stuff like that and I'm going to hold it to it. I know it. it.
0: Just like our one-on-one game when we can eventually get out there and play basketball. You don't want
1: none of that. No.
0: I doubt I could hit a shot right now, but...
1: Oh, I can could, I could go out there swish. Swish for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've seen that
1: for years. We also have a little bit of baseball news. It hasn't been said by any reputable source yet, but Trevor Plouffe, former Minnesota Twin, said on Twitter, want some good baseball news? I just heard from multiple sources that on June 10th, spring training two will start. July 1st will be opening day, and all teams will be playing at their home ballparks.
0: I like hearing that.
1: Until Ken Rosenthal says it, though, um, or Jeff Passan says it. uh, I'll believe it when I say it. I'm telling
0: you, though, it takes one to get it going, and you're seeing organizations already scheduling and taking the leap. Um, Because the the last thing you want to do, you you don't want to be the first person to make the move and then have – something bad go awry, uh-huh. and then you got a PR nightmare on your hands.
1: Well, that's, that's the thing. Um, I mean, there have been so many reports. Well, they're going to quarantine all of them in one city, uh, do rampant testing all the th- every day, um, but that's just not feasible. For one, it would be a really bad look for them to get all the testing um, stuff and not the hospitals where people actually need it. Um, that's, that's the thing. It would be, really, be a really bad look just because they're uh, rich and famous another thing you're going to quarantine these guys away from their families for months i mean anthony rizzo said it best you're going to make chris bryant not see his newborn son for three four months you know that's just players wouldn't go for it but uh, at least we got a little bit of something to maybe look forward to yeah
0: and there are events that are going on that people have to do that but you know they're taking the in, in, in these events i think they got an option i mean so if they want to go work, they got to quarantine. I mean, it's. Yeah. And be away from their families is kind of tough decision. But.
1: Being an easy decision for me. Well, we'll
0: see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But uh, let's talk about the last dance. Episode yeah. five and six were last nights. Uh, episode five focused on. Oh, it kind of jumped around a lot. Yeah. It, you saw the relationship between Michael and Kobe, which I knew that was going to be kind of tough to watch.
1: I thought we'd get a little more of that. It was kind of a short segment. Yeah. I mean, they made it out to be like it was going to be a whole episode yeah. about Kobe and Michael, um, and it was maybe, what, 10 minutes worth? Yeah, pretty um, short. So that was my only little quibble You last got night.
0: that. You had a lot, of, uh, a lot of it focused on the marketing around Jordan and Air Jordan. I found that fascinating.
1: Yeah, I didn't know he, was, he wanted to sign with Adidas. <laughs> Adidas blew that one. Could have completely changed Nike. Who knows if Nike's a thing? Now, if it definitely, were not definitely for not,
0: not the gigantic uh, juggernaut they are today, but well,
1: it's I'm, as I said to our group last night, I'm reading Shoe Dog, which is by Phil Knight, the creator of uh, Nike. It's his memoirs, and as of like the mid '70s, they were a pretty small time. They're a track. And, They're yeah, pretty yeah, much a track. Because he, he was a runner at Oregon, um, so I was I was a little nervous that um, the whole episode was going to be a major spoiler because I'm only halfway through, but it wasn't at all.
0: No, it, uh, but, you know, I um, want to be like Mike. It showed that Gatorade commercial that everybody knows the little tune, and uh, it was interesting. I mean, it's amazing the number of shoes they sold in the first year. They were hoping to sell like $4 million shoes, million worth of shoes by three, year three, and they sold like $120 million <laughs> in year one or something, $130 million in year one. Incredible, but also showed them winning over the Blazers in the finals. The dream team, which was really cool. That was really cool. We got to see more of the hatred towards Isaiah Thomas.
1: Yeah, it sounds like not many people in the NBA liked Isaiah at all. I think
0: that, Bob, Bob Knight's one of the only people to like Isaiah in that whole fan base.
1: Well, I mean, Bob Knight's not exactly the most likable no, guy no, in no. the world no, anyway. No. Um, Magic hated Isaiah just as much as Michael did.
0: Bird didn't like him? No. <laughs> But uh, that was interesting to see. It was cool to see that scrimmage Mm -hmm. that's been talked about for years, seeing kind of highlights of that. Um, Then episode six, we saw them beat the Suns, what's going to end up being Jordan's first retirement Mm -hmm. out of three. Um, But just very interesting to see his life. Um, You know, you kind of feel bad for him, but then also you're thinking you're making millions and millions of dollars just to put up with the press a little bit. And to not, speak. Not a little bit. Not though. a little bit, but I meant a couple times a day if you, you know leave the house. Yeah, you can't feel like you can leave the house, uh-huh. but I don't know. I, I I did kind of feel bad for him because he saw that, but at the same time, I didn't. I don't know.
1: Yeah, um, it's kind of funny that. Um, comes with the job, I guess. It comes with the job, but you could definitely tell that he was ready to get out yep. and take a year True. off um and i don't blame him i mean uh, all that thing with the north carolina senate race as well uh where he said well republicans buy sneakers too um you know that's it's it's funny how we look to athletes to uh be kind of the people we want them to be instead of just letting them live their lives because i mean he 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 even said it. he's an athlete not an activist you know um I'm just kind of one of those people. Do what you want. I couldn't care less what you It'd do. It'd been you
0: know. interesting to see if he would have been a user of social media or not, because he's so big on his brand, pushing his brand. I mean, you saw him cover the Reebok logo with the American flag over the '92 Olympics, because he didn't want to make mm. Nike mad. Yeah, um, just things like that. Uh, interesting to see his gambling problem, and I am going to call it a problem and addiction. Yeah, well, and absolutely. It was when you're owing he's, off
1: fifty-seven thousand dollars worth. He he said he had a competition problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And anytime you're betting with a guy named Slim, uh Not good. That's, that's a little sketchy.
0: But it's gonna be interesting. Um you know, we got four more episodes of this. Um a few things that haven't been noted yet. Um now, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, his dad, the murdering of his dad. I'm guessing that's coming that's up
1: next week. Probably coming. Because um, he, he's
0: gonna retire mm. he and move on to baseball. And I'm interested to see them document the year he was gone a little bit from the Bulls. Yeah, that would be interesting. Hear about that year too no. much.
1: And really, I mean, they made this to be a Bulls documentary, yeah, but it's but, only been Jordan. Yeah. Of course, he was the Bulls.
0: I do know they um, talk about him getting kicked out of practice for punching Steve Kerr on the next one because <laughs> Steve Kerr punched him too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a little blurb on that today.
1: Yeah, because Jordan said he was scared people were going to hate him um, after this, and we haven't seen any of that yet. Uh, it's been pretty squeaky clean. Of course, the Jordan Rules book, Sam Smith wrote, kind of got into it a little bit. Said Horace was a And snitch, just some
0: comments he says sometimes could rub the people the wrong way, but he was the ultimate competitor. Mm-hmm. So. And, and they won and
1: made a lot of money.
0: Now, was Space Jam made after Jordan retired, like for the second time from the Bulls? I want to
1: say Space Jam was 96.
0: Because that could be part of this, too. We haven't seen any Space Ooh. Jam, and with Space Jam 2 coming out.
1: Space Jam was 96. So that
0: could be part of this, too, they haven't yeah. talked about yet. Um Space Jam Two is now gonna come out sometime with LeBron James.
1: Made two hundred thirty million at the box office. Had a budget of eighty million. Hundred fifty million dollar profit.
0: Um. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the next two episodes and the next four episodes.
1: I'm already dreading it being over.
0: Yep. It's you know it will be over next weekend. Not this upcoming weekend, yeah, but next
1: next weekend, week. two weeks. Yep. It'll Be a sad day. Yeah. I got uh, fact checked by my dad. Shula won 347 games, not 328. I think that said 328.
0: It did, right there on on Wikipedia. Liars. I wonder if they only took... uh...
1: That would have only been 19 wins with the Colts, though.
0: I don't know what that took in there. I don't know.
1: Don't know. But. And Keith Law who's a baseball writer for The athletics said there's no proposed date for MLB season to start. That rumor running around today is false. Sorry.
0: Well, there's another sample. Got a- That's what driving me nuts about social media. Once you see something positive or something moving in the right direction, something debunks it right away.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, they don't want false rumors running true, around. I get true, it. True, but true, uh, true. Keith, Keith Law likes to be the guy that says, Nope, not happening. <laughs> yeah, He's but, one of those.
0: Yeah. So we're going to, it's just changing day to day, week by week, even hour by hour in some cases. Mm-hmm. So. Well, um, we had another idea from Sean Shriver a week or two ago, loyal listener and viewer of the show. One of our only. <laughs> yes. Uh, part of the 10 and Jay Man Show Nation. I got to get used to saying that. <laughs> um, he wanted us to come up with a list of our top 10, you did MLB, I did NFL, players from Indiana colleges. Yes. I'll have you go ahead and start.
1: My, my list was both high school and college because, um, mm-hmm. to be honest, Indiana high school and college isn't a great baseball state. It's more, uh, if you guys don't know, Indiana is kind of known for basketball. Oh, really? Um, so Yeah, the movie after it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so anyway, um, I did guys that were born in Indiana and played high school baseball in Indiana as well as college. I wonder
0: how many sense. of these guys I've heard of. Probably not many.
1: I bet of my ten, you will have heard of at least eight right. of them. Number one from the University of Notre Dame, Carl Yastrzemski. Heard of him? Yes, three hundred or three hundred thirty-four hundred nineteen career hits, four hundred fifty-two homers, eight forty-one career OPS. He's a pretty good. Uh, pretty good lefty stick for the Sox. Number two, Scott Rowland. Heard, heard of him?
0: In, Jupiter.
1: Jasper. Jasper.
0: <laughs> I said that like Jupiter Florida, you idiot. That's where the Cardinals play uh, spring training.
1: Jasper High School, Jasper, <laughs> Indiana. 316 uh, career homers, one of the best defensive third basemen ever.
0: Saw him smack one out regularly when the on the Phillies when the uh, wind was blowing in. Three run shot.
1: Who did the Phillies trade him for to the Cardinals? Placido Polanco. I could have sat here and named
0: <laughs> two hundred and fifty-three
1: names. <laughs> Number three, from Washington High School in East Chicago, Indiana, Kenny Lofton. Oh, yeah. 2,428 career hits, 622 career steals, 372 career on base percentage. Uh, Was it the Cubs' catalyst in 2003? Came over in a trade with Aramis Ramirez for absolutely nothing. One of the best trades Jim Hendry ever
0: made. Randall Simon part of that,
1: too? No, he was not. He came around. I I think he was a waiver. Oh. deal in august okay um but i loved all oh uh, loved all yeah, i know <laughs> number four from gerst meyer high school in terre haute is that still high school I, no idea tommy john bet you didn't know he was from indiana
0: you know i feel like i knew that or somebody told me that one time but i had forgotten it, so now i relearned it
1: he's from terre haute and went to indiana state Two hundred and eighty-eight career wins, three point three four career ERA, and he has the most famous sports surgery and sports named after him. So <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> that that helps his name out uh, quite a bit. Number five from Wrights Memorial High School in Evansville. Wrights, Reitz? Wrights. Wrights. Don Mattingly, Donnie Baseball. Oh yeah. Yep. Two hundred and twenty two career homers, nine gold gloves. He was uh pretty good and manager of the Dodgers, Marlins. Pretty good one. Only played in the postseason, I think, once with the Yankees.
0: Yeah, He wasn't on any good Yankee teams. No, they weren't
1: that great in the 80s. No. I think he was there, like, Jeter's first go-around, maybe when he right came. I don't know. I don't want to look it up. Um, I, I don't know if he played with Jeter. 95? I, I would say they, maybe his career went to 95. Did he beat the Braves? I don't know if he was on that team, though. And, you know, I should have done a little 96,
0: more. 96, when they beat the Braves. The Braves yes. won in 95 over the Indians.
1: Number six, Bob Friend. West Lafayette High School huh. in Purdue University. <laughs> that's, that's sad. Yeah,
0: that's sad. I haven't heard
1: of that. I think he played in like the 50s. Still. So, and I should have said this before, but uh, this is the modern era from 1960s forward. Because there's only eight Indiana high school players in the Hall of Fame. They all played before 1950s. So, that's my uh, criteria. Number seven from Central High School in Evansville. and Evansville University, he was the number one overall pick Andy Bennis. You don't remember him? Mm-mm. 2000 career strikeouts played 14 seasons. Into the 2000s. Come on, man. I have never. I didn't
0: heard... have his trading card. I probably hadn't
1: heard of him. I have never heard of this fella. Ron Reed. Laporte High School in Notre Dame. I've played at Laporte's field. It's pretty nice. 3.46 career ERA. I don't know who he played for. Number nine from Brownsburg High School. Still playing today. Lance Lynn. 3.59 career ERA, eighth in baseball last year in total wins above replacement and third in baseball, second in AL and pitcher war last season with the what team did he play for? Lance Lynn? Yeah. Was he Rocky? Rangers. Rangers.
0: <laughs> right, you start with the R. So like, <laughs> Royals, <know>. Rangers, Rockies. <laughs> okay.
1: Number 10, I thought you were a huge Rocky fan. Shut up. Number 10 from Crown Point High School, Dan I Heard of him? Pretty sure it didn't. I remember your dad saying something, playing against some basketball, or did I make that up? Maybe it was Dockich. I think Dockich is good. Dockich has
0: him on the show sometimes. Um, He's bald now. Dockich shaved his whole head. <laughs>
1: did he really? <laughs> <laughs> looking <laughs> might, on Twitter. I'd have to awful join looking. <laughs> 3.64 career ERA, 158 career saves. Got a couple honorable mentions here. Latroy Hawkins from Gary. Oh, that's right. Um. I have another list coming up, and he might be on it. <laughs> Jeff Samarja. Yeah, I was going
0: to ask the Shark. He
1: mm. uh, played for Notre Dame, and I think he went to Maryville. Yeah. High school. Jamie Carroll, remember him? Played with the Rockies. Played like 10, 12 seasons. Craig Council went to Notre Dame. Yeah. And Kyle Schwabba went to Indiana.
0: Uh, no Clayton Richard.
1: No, <laughs> uh, I, I went strictly based on wins above replacement, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, he would be on there. Clayton Richard was not on there, unfortunately. Good list. That was fun to uh, research.
0: Mine's pretty difficult. Mine's all from colleges, not high schools in Indiana, just on their pro career, not pro and college career. Number one. Can you guess number one?
1: be Drew Brees, on not
0: Drew's number two. Drew's
1: number I have two. Joe Montana number one. Oh. oh, give me Drew over Joe Montana. Well, it was close. Drew's not done, yet. Not done the yet. week.
0: I didn't want to be a huge homer.
1: You should have been. I would have been okay I'll with it.
0: Montana, fifteen season, 40,551 passing yards, eight Pro Bowls, four Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs, two NFL MVPs. Drew Brees, number two, 77th out. 77,416 passing yards, 547 touchdowns, one Super Bowl, which he was an MVP, and 13 Pro Bowls. I was surprised by that number. I didn't know how many he had wow. made. Wow. I wonder how many
1: he would have made with the Dolphins.
0: Or the Chargers.
1: Or the Chargers.
0: Uh, Rod Woodson's number three on my list. It's
1: pretty good. Safety, S- cornerback.
0: 17 seasons, 71 career interceptions.
1: That's got to be up there in the top five, doesn't it? One
0: thousand four hundred eighty-three return yards and 11, uh, eleven Pro Bowls. Number four. I got to be honest. I didn't know much about this guy until I started researching. Alan Page. Never heard of him. Fifteen seasons.
1: Rod Woodson's third all-time in interceptions. I knew he's up there. Two hundred
0: thirty-eight straight games. Six all NFL selections. Nine straight Pro Bowls. One hundred seventy-three sacks.
1: What years did he play? I I don't have that listed, but the, the fact that he has sacks,
0: 173 sacks,
1: on there means it would have been fairly recent because sacks weren't a thing till like the early. Nine straight Pro Bowls. What was the name? Alan
0: Page. Number five, we got Tim Brown. You heard of him?
1: I have heard of Tim Brown.
0: 17 seasons, 1,094 receptions, 14,934 receiving yards, 105 total touchdowns because he returned too. Tight end, return kicks sometimes and punts. Love it. Nine Pro Bowls. Number six, I got the bus, Jerome Bettis. 13 season, 13,663 rushing yards, 94 touchdowns, six Pro Bowls.
1: One of the worst players in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion.
0: Number seven, Lynn Dawson. 19 seasons, 28,711 yards, 239 touchdowns, six AFL All-Star games, one Pro Bowl. Hmm. Number eight, Bob Greasy. 12 seasons, 25,092 yards when they never passed the ball, 192 touchdowns, couple Super Bowls.
1: Yeah, number retired.
0: Number nine, another Dolphin. Can you tell me this one?
1: I just saw Mm -hmm. your list, Uh, Nick Bonacani.
0: Yep, Notre Dame boy, 14 seasons, 32 interceptions, six AFL All-Star games, two Pro Bowls. And number 10 is the lone Indiana Hoosier in the Hall of Fame. His name is Pete... uh, P I H O S. Pihos? P-H-O-S? P-H-O-S? Pihos. P I H O S. Pias. Nine seasons, three hundred and seventy three career receptions, five thousand six hundred and nineteen receiving yards, sixty two total touchdowns, six all NFL selections. Hmm.
1: Interesting presentation.
0: And that was my list of ten. I mean, most all all are in the Hall of Fame except Drew Brees, who will be.
1: Eventually. You think he'll be in first bout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty safe. But Interesting little list there. I mean,
1: that was fun. We got to do an NBA one.
0: You know, I went through and Ball State didn't have anybody. Um, so, yeah.
1: Got to do an NBA one next week.
0: That shouldn't be too hard. You'd think. Yeah.
1: We're running out of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> You got another list
1: for I do. Ready? So I came up with a list of my 10. Least favorite Cubs players. I
0: got a note here about Ron Reed. Let's hear it. Ron Reed actually was a two-sport athlete as he played two seasons for the Detroit Pistons as well mm-hmm. as many years in the MLB, Phillies, Braves, and
1: others. Solid. Solid work. Yep. Did a lot more research than I did. <laughs> I also did a list of my 11 favorite Cubs because I couldn't keep it to just 10. But I'll start with my least favorite Cubs, starting with the honorable mentions. Felix Heredia. Remember Felix? Heard his name. Um, yeah. He was terrible. He uh, <laughs> ruined many games when I was a child. Chris Volstad, 2012. <laughs> cubs traded Carlos Zambrano for him. Uh, he was a big, tall son of a gun. He's
0: funny because you can see the disdain <laughs> in your voice for some of these guys to this day. It's like Jordan talking about Isaiah Thomas, but <laughs> you're talking about these
1: Cubs. <laughs> he was brutal. Had an ERA over six. Um, Justin Grimm. He was on the uh, yeah. World Series team. There's something about him. I hated when Joe would bring him into a game. Couldn't throw strikes. Speaking of not like you hated being able Joe to throw did. strikes, uh, CJ Edwards, uh, <laughs> really good dude. I really like CJ Edwards. Um, <laughs> that was Twitter
0: gold right there,
1: Edwards. But uh, your
0: Twitter game's been unbelievably silent, by the way.
1: No sports, man. What am I going to tweet about? You watch a lot of.
0: You've watched a lot of movies and, and shows.
1: I have, but. Uh, I don't feel like uh, my Twitter, my Twitter was meant to uh, tweet about that kind of thing. Sorry, I got you off on the wrong path right. there. Number ten, Brett Anderson made six six starts in <laughs> 2017. He's on my top ten least favorite uh, Cubs. All, all I wrote about Brett Anderson was he was terrible in six starts in 2017, and I didn't like him. That's all. I, that's all I wrote.
0: The guy has a family.
1: He does, but he, <laughs> he was just extremely unlikable for some reason. He made some stupid comments afterwards, and Cubs couldn't hit him when he signed with the Brewers. So but
0: Anderson, if you're listening to this, I so, I'm saw. i sorry. I
1: apologize. I don't apologize. <laughs> you know where to find me. No, you don't, actually. I'm not going to tell you either because I'm scared of it. Number nine, Todd Hundley. Remember Todd? Yeah. Signed a big free agent deal with the Cubs in 2001 because of due to his success because of steroids. He, uh, he lacked his juice, and... Uh, Went out, hit 199 in two seasons with the Cubs. And uh, for all intents and purposes, was a terrible guy from what I've read. Number eight, another really good dude. I just didn't like him because he wasn't a very good baseball player. Coy Hill. (laughs) He was a really good dude, but one of the worst offensive players to uh, play multiple seasons in Major League Baseball. Um, You compare his slash line with a guy like Carlos Zambrano's slash line. Carlos Zambrano looks like a Hall of Fame hitter compared to Coy Hill. Number seven, Kevin Gregg. Yeah, with the glasses. Yes, the Spacks. He's a big dude as well. J. Got in a big old fight with uh, Big Poppy one year uh, with two big dudes going at him. It was kind of fun. Uh, he gave up a two-run, two-out walk-off homer to Ryan Rayburn in Detroit in 2009. I was at that game. Uh, Popped so, your jersey. <laughs> yes, hated it ever since. Number six, Derek Holland played last year. He was terrible after they traded for him last year, and he does a terrible Harry Carey impression as well. Uh, He also replied to one of my tweets last year after I tweeted my displeasure when he gave up a walk-off Grand Slam to Bryce Harper.
0: I do remember that, Um, and I think you should have to do number five in a Harry Carey voice because you just ripped him on the Harry Carey impression, so now i got to see yours.
1: I don't do a Harry Carey impression, so you will never see my Harry Carey impression. Uh, But number five. I talked about this guy a little bit earlier, uh, LaTroy Hawkins. He was signed to be closer in 2004. Uh, He wasn't very good. And uh, one of our friends, Christopher Hyatt, I went to a game with him one time. We were sitting out in the bleachers, only kids around, no one really close, watching batting practice. Hawkins throws us a ball. It hits off the um, ivy, didn't get it. High enough to get it to us. Comes over, picks up the ball, looks at us, throws <laughs> throws it to other kids. Hated him ever since.
0: It's like me and Mike Remlinger.
1: That's exact. I went same. down.
0: And he was throwing some on the side. I had his all star card when he's a brave, holding outside him. He looked at me and Hyatt <laughs> laughed at us walked away. <laughs> jerk. He <coughs> just seemed like
1: a jerk. Number four, Addison Russell, wife beater. I oh, yeah. rest my case. Number three, Ryan Terrio. Decent top of the order hitter. In Which
0: one of our friends was a Cameron who had a shirt, a Terrio shirt? He he liked Mike Font. Though
1: they were, I swear, one of our friends had college it. College. I, I, I must
0: be wrong. Somebody in our high school or something. Somebody. Uh, had a Terrio. Oh, I'm
1: sure. He, somebody, he was a three eighty seven on base percentage. Somebody definitely it wore but a it, but he was a bad shortstop. And I uh, sort of hate players that aren't very good that the Cubs fans absolutely love, and they loved the riot. And then, when he signed with the Cardinals in 2011, he made the comment, "Finally, on the right side of the rivalry."
0: Yeah, that doesn't help. that'll make That's the, yeah.
1: number two, Milton Bradley. Why do you hate Milton? Why not? You like Milton? I don't. I don't care about Mel. I'm just curious. For one, he's a domestic abuser. Didn't know crap him that. But out okay, now now uh, that, signed a huge deal. That's all you had to say in 2009 and didn't hit nearly enough to be an everyday right that's fielder. When he got kicked out of games all the time. He was a clubhouse cancer as well. Um, I was at a game where he dropped a fly ball. Um, he he also. So you hate the
0: guy because he dropped the fly ball.
1: I think my first statement about it. Yes, Milton but I've, Bradley, al- I've
0: also uh, said you also hate him just because you dropped the fly ball. I
1: hate him because of that, and I hate him because he, with, like, two guys on, he caught a fly ball thinking the inning was over, but it was only two outs and threw it into the stands. Hey, Larry
0: walker did it when Walker was at Expo.
1: Number one, and it's not really even close, Ian Stewart hated that guy. Traded DJ LeMayhew for him, who's gone on to win a couple batting titles. He's pretty good. Hit 201 with five homers. Extremely unlikable guy. Ripped the front office for um, sending him down, God forbid, and they uh, cut him. So uh, those are my 10 least favorite. You want to hear my uh, 11 favorite? We got time.
0: Yeah, yeah, we got a few minutes.
1: Number 11, Moises Alou. Loved old Moises. Feet on his hands. He, uh, yes, he didn't wear batting gloves. And that was always the rumor, and that rumor was substantiated.
0: That's really disgusting anyways, especially nowadays in the world <laughs> we're living in.
1: <laughs> it's sterile. Number 10, Dexter Fowler, leadoff home run, World Series, Game 7. Number 9, the professor, Kyle Hendricks. A lot of these guys are have been on the team, recency bias. Winning. Yeah, winning, the winningest players ever. Number 8, Theodore Roosevelt Lilly. Loved Ted. old Teddy Lilly. Uh, lefty had that big old curveball, ball, and he blew up. Yachty at the plate one time trying to score. Kind of endeared himself to Cubs fans then. Number seven, slamming Sammy Sosa.
0: Kind of surprised he made your list, even though I shouldn't Man. be because he was every little
1: I love young Cub fan.
0: But just things have happened since.
1: If anyone from the Cubs is watching, which you're not, um, please, invite, please invite him back. Please invite him back. He made you so much money. He saved baseball. Him and McGuire saved baseball. I know it ended poorly in 2004 when he just left and Kerry Wood took a bat to his uh, boom box. He's <laughs> he, an Oriole. And then the Cubs traded him for uh, for who? Jerry Hairston and Mike Fontenot. Number six, Johnny Lester. Big game, Johnny. He's pretty good in the postseason. Yeah. Number five, Aramis Ramirez. Love that guy. He's not in your top three. Um, I thought about having him in my top three, but he's not. I actually forgot to put him on the list. I'm missing somebody, and then I just had to put him in the middle there. Uh, one of the most clutch players in Cubs history. Number four, Chris Bryant, KB. Sparkles, as his nickname is, because it was blue eyes. <laughs> I didn't nickname him. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> MVP, 2016. Good dude, too. Number three, Derek Lee. Probably, he, I'm surprised he's not number one, actually, and I probably should have had him number one, because he was, uh, I was a big fan of his. Number two, Javier Baez, Al Mago. How can you not like Al Mago? Number one, the captain, Anthony Rezzo. The captain. That's all I got. I'm out of breath. I need a drink of water or something.
0: Good job, J-Man. Thank you. Why don't you, uh... You're already out of breath. Why don't you read uh a- Oh, about forgot. Because you don't have a bucket this week because nothing's going on. What
1: should my bucket be this week? I don't know. The J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561 and also at travis.watchering at infb.com.
0: You should have done some research on the UFC fights and you could have done a book and just throw out some winner. Give me I I don't know. I don't know. I don't keep up with the UFC anymore, so I don't even know who's on the card. I just heard it's a loaded card. Loaded, huh? Well, I know they can't bring one of their champs over from Europe because he can't come over.
1: Ah. Uh, we got, uh, let's see here, MMAJunkie.usatoday.com.
0: This is just something so we can go back next week and see if we got it right or not.
1: Don't have one. Um. Give me Ferguson.
0: Because <laughs> you can't pronounce the other ones. I couldn't either.
1: There's Cruz. There's a Cruz. But give me Ferguson. All right. bucket.
0: All right. <laughs> we'll see if you're right or not. We'll see if you get Gene Wilder next week. I
1: haven't been Gene Wilder in a while, which is shocking because I get a lot of buckets wrong. I've been
0: too lazy to put the soundbite in, but the Twitter Twitter universe has seen
1: it. The sphere.
0: Give me Birdie Bogey again because I need to think about it.
1: Um, I also got another one. Uh, that, maybe. First, Michael Jordan made nine game-winning buzzer beaters in his career, including the postseason, which is the most in NBA history. What two players are tied for second? Nine buzzer beaters? With eight buzzer beaters. I, I don't know if those are true buzzer beaters, but those are.
0: In postseason and regular season? Just postseason. Just, oh, my God.
1: Oh, no, in, in his career, including the postseason. Oh, okay. Um,
0: um
1: There's two guys with eight apiece. Kobe? Kobe is one of them.
0: Larry Bird. No,
1: no. Joe Johnson. <laughs> oh, Joe Johnson's a good player, but, man, I wasn't thinking. Don't, don't, don't you remember ISO Joe? They used to yeah. late. I knew, right.
0: I knew Kobe because when he passed away a couple months ago, they did a whole like montage of his late clutch yes. shots.
1: Michael Jordan scored at least 30 points in 16 games during the 92 playoffs, tied with who for the most in a single play, playoff year in NBA history? Happened in our lifetime.
0: Yeah. We got three guys I come to name. Come to mind. Oh, man. LeBron? Ah,
1: <laughs> jerk. What were the other two? Iverson? Uh, Kobe? Hakeem Olajuwon, 95.
0: Wasn't even on my radar. You could have said 95, and I still probably wouldn't have got him, <laughs> even though they they won it all. But
1: only three players I ever. I don't think
0: of him when I think of scoring.
1: Only three players ever have had a 50-double, 30-homer season at the age of 23 or younger. 50-double? 50, du- 50 doubles in 30 home runs in a single season at age 23 or younger. Can you name those three? Name two of them.
0: 50 doubles, 30 homers.
1: Age 23 or younger.
0: Uh, Miguel Cabrera?
1: That's a good guess, but no. <laughs> We've mentioned two of these guys tonight. Of
0: course point. we have. Um, I don't even remember who we talked about. Just
1: Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. No. Albert Pujols, uh, this happened last year, Raphael Devers, Red Sox.
0: Got to sit here. Red Sox. I don't, I don't speak of Red Sox, this show. Not very nicely, at least. So, <laughs> Got anything else? Any closing thoughts?
1: Closing. Rest in peace, Don Shula. Yeah. Condolences to his family. Um, hope sports are back soon, so we have something to talk about.
0: But uh, we do appreciate all the topics and questions everybody sends in. Everybody from the Tan and J Man Show Nation, that is. Send in more, please. Yes, yes, anything and everything. So, but thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you inviting us into your homes, um, your cars, your cell phones, wherever you're listening or viewing the Tan and J Man Show. And we'll be back. We'll be back next Monday. Next Monday's episode 182, I believe, with the Tan and J Man Show. Like always, have a great week. Everybody Stay safe. Stay healthy and stay sane.